I think we know that there's a huge need for credible business and marketing coaching that is from actual experts in those industries as well and not just kind of dietitians who've done it themselves and had done a great job at doing that but actually have that solid background in marketing in business building in coaching and that we can really bring some really helpful practical advice for other dietitians and nutritionists to really grow their businesses and make it scalable and profitable um, and exactly what they want it to be. Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Business Secrets Podcast. I'm Jo Cunningham. I'm Claire Hitchin. And I'm Zoe Whitman. We're the founders of WellConnect, the platform bringing you everything you need to know to grow a thriving nutrition business. We're passionate about the nutrition industry and we're on a mission to give other nutrition professionals the confidence and tools you need to build the business of your dreams without the overwhelm. We've got you covered from practical strategy advice, meaningful marketing, social media, knowing your numbers, and so much more. Get ready to skyrocket your nutrition business with the help of industry experts. This is the Nutrition Business Secrets Podcast. Let's Let's get get started. Hello, and welcome to WellConnect. This is the Nutrition Business Secrets Podcast. My name is Jo Cunningham, and I'm a registered dietitian, and I'm joined here today with Claire Hitchin and Zoe Whitman. I'm going to start off just by giving you an introduction about me, and then we'll do a round robin, and then we're going to give you some of our biggest mistakes that we've found challenging in the nutrition business world. So my name's Jo. I'm a registered dietitian. I started off my life working in the NHS and then moved over into the private oncology setting. It wasn't long before I decided that I wanted to work for myself and run my own business. And luckily for me, I've actually got an accountancy background. So I've got quite a lot of business experience um, behind the scenes to give me the confidence to be able to, to sort of manage my own business. Claire, did you want to introduce yourself? Nothing. Um, so hi, guys, I'm Claire. I um, have a marketing background. I've worked in marketing for food and nutrition brands for a decade. I have since trained and qualified as a registered nutritionist. And in that time, I've worked a lot with dietitians and nutritionists to grow their businesses and coaching and making sure their marketing strategy is working as best it can. Um, so I've seen a lot of the successes also a lot of the challenges that nutritionists and dietitians face. So really excited to be here to help guide and coach on your own marketing strategies to be able to build the business that you want to have. So over to Zoe. Oh, I love this, ladies. Hi, um, everyone. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm actually an accountant by training, which is how I know Joe. We ran our, we had our very first jobs together, and um, and I've been on a bit of a journey working in sort of accountancy industry. I used to run my own bookkeeping practice, and now I work with bookkeepers and accountants who are growing their own businesses as a business coach. So a lot of the issues that we see in the nutrition business world are echoed. I mean, echoed across so many different industries, honestly. And I'm here because I'm so keen for you to be able to grow a financially successful business which works for you so I'm here to share my sort of financial insight and to really give you the confidence to grow a business that's going to work I've got a young family as well so I'm, I'm really keen that you're able to grow a flexible business which works for you around whatever it is that's going on for you at home so yeah can't wait to dive in great and I, and I think I'll kick off with some of my sticking points having worked in the NHS I mean I was just sort of frustrated that I didn't get enough time with clients, um, enough time for admin and quite frankly some of the processes were a little bit outdated and I wasn't able to kind of put my stamp onto things. To begin with 
when I launched my private practice, I just had this desire to say yes to everything. I just wanted to say, yes, I can see you. I can help you because I've got that experience. I've got that training. And actually, even though you can probably do that, you've also got to think about the admin behind that. I was having to sort of think about letter templates and structure for everybody that I was seeing for all these different types of conditions I was having to think about you know resources that I might have to create for these people and I mean I'm just talking about the one-on-one setting there's loads of other different revenue streams but really I think the biggest mistake that I made to begin with was saying yes to everything not niching down knowing knowing my niche yeah Um, this is something that is so echoed across other industries as well with people being burnt out because they are trying to do everything and I think this is a massive challenge we have when uh, particularly for women and mothers and maybe you've had a bit of a dip in your confidence since you've like thought well I'm going to start my own business but you don't see the value of that business in the way you might see the value of yourself when you're working as an employee sometimes we're kind of we think why should you be just be grateful like someone's prepared to pay me so I will take the work um, but just because you can do something it doesn't mean that you should do it um, and actually we're quite entitled to design businesses that work for us and I'm really keen that people are able to do that um, yeah I see this kind of challenges all the time and I'm really excited to help people to like design businesses that work in the right way. Definitely and I think you know getting clear on on that niche it might feel a little bit scary at first and I think people might feel like um, you're putting all your eggs in one basket or there might be other things that you enjoy doing and talking about that you don't want to kind of stop doing but I think have the confidence and own your niche because that's really important because when it comes to your messaging that's where the power is if you can really directly talk to that specific target audience that specific niche that you help that you can really support and they can really get that benefit from you it really helps to then position yourself as that leading go-to because otherwise from a messaging point of view you know your audience and, and your consumer base won't really be clear on what you do if you're trying to juggle too many things so as Joe said, saying no to things, saying yes to the things that you do want to do um, and just being really comfortable with that being your one niche and your one focus area and making sure that it's something that you can talk about day in, day out and that you enjoy for the long term so that it's not something that you'll start to resent almost and, and you'll get bored of talking about. It's really a, a passion for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think saying yes, everything can apply to sort of working with one-on-one clients it can also apply when you're thinking about maybe sort of like your PR and you know I I know for example I have got requests from um, you know press requests and I'm like yes I can do that and that's because I want my name to get out there but actually I spent so long researching some extra things around that area because it wasn't my expert area I felt confident by the time I'd done all of that additional work to write about it but actually if I'd have stuck to what I really really know as my niche which for me is sort of there are two rightly or wrongly I have two I have oncology the cancer background I've got real passion for for those sort of patient groups but also the gut health gut disorder space and there's quite a lot of overlap between the two so I do feel comfortable that I am my expert in in my niches but you know I don't want to go and write articles on on things that aren't my expert area really just because of your time your time is so so precious. Joe, what what happened for you to make you realise that you needed to stop saying yes to everything? Yeah, it was really just that that time. Like I know, for example, if I've seen a cancer patient or someone with IBS, I know, you know everybody's different. So 
yes, I have some letter templates and I have some resources, but I customize everything to that client. I think it was when I was seeing, you know, other patients for other things that I was just having to go away, spend that extra time researching to make sure that I was giving the most up to date evidence, because as dietitians, we are a really evidence based practice. And it was just it was a time drainer. I wanted to be excellent and give the really, really excellent advice for that particular thing. But because it wasn't my expert area, I really needed to go away and study it further. And and I, I think it was just suddenly realizing I need to stay within my niche, know what I'm really, really good at. And I mean, I could talk forever on gut health, gut disorders, um, as well as um, oncology, side effects, managing treatments. You know, I really know, I'm really, really confident in, in that. And I think it's it's the time that was the biggest thing for me was the time that it was, I was spending. Yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges I see as well about kind of, it's kind of like spreading yourself too thin, isn't it? It's like trying to cover all bases. One of the challenges that I find a lot with business owners is not realizing when it you know because when we start out whatever we're doing whatever industry we're in it's usually just us at the beginning and we don't see ourselves as a business owner we often call ourselves freelancers and uh, we say you know I'm just doing a bit of this or you know um, and we use that word just and we make it really small and we forget that actually we're business owners and that means that we need to spend time focusing on different areas of our business as if we were running a business with different departments and different roles that need to happen and people don't factor in the other time that they need to spend not just on uh, not just sort of spreading yourself too thin in terms of like the types of clients you could serve but also in terms of not having time for the important things like the admin you need to do the projects in your business that maybe you're setting up some software or bringing in some other kind of support or working on your marketing which I know Claire will have a lot to say about and um, we don't give this the time that it really needs as if we're running a big business it's like we're not taking our businesses seriously and really comes up so much when I come back to undercharging and underpricing the value of our services, because the reason we don't give those things time is because they're not income generating for us. And we don't factor that, that those things into the pricing for our clients. We so often look at the way we work with a client as one hour of time or, you know, X number of appointments at this much per appointment. And um, that doesn't factor in, well, also perhaps I need like I need an extra 50% of that time for marketing and the sales call or the emails I need to write or sending the contract or whatever else I need to be doing in my business. So I think that one of the biggest challenges I see is that people are not factoring in these other parts of running a business. And that means that we end up underpricing and we end up overworked and burnt out and worrying about, well, how, why am I doing this? And sometimes it's kind of like, maybe I'll be better off if I was working for somebody else. So I really want to make sure that we're really clear on what do we need our business to be doing for us. Absolutely. And factoring in that time, making that time to make those plans is important. A lot of us just want to get going, don't we? We just want to make, we want to make money. We want to start making money straight away. But actually, we need to make sure that we, we make time for the plan, um, time to work out what our optimal pricing is and what our marketing strategy and message might be um, as well. And I guess, Claire, that might come on nicely to thinking about you and, you know, what's one of the biggest things that you found of people have made mistakes yeah I think Zoe made a really good point in terms of you know not not seeing yourself as a business owner which I think is a really important mindset shift because when you come out of professional qualifications or academic studies as we've all done in dietetics and nutrition I think you don't get that practical business building and marketing training you know that is so limited in, in so many of these courses or it's out of date, or it's, it's not all that useful. And that's no discredit to academic bodies. You know, I think they're amazing at giving us the qualifications and, and the nutrition training. But when it comes to setting ourselves up as a business, 
there's a huge need for credible business and marketing coaching from experts who have been in those other industries and that aren't necessarily kind of dietitians and nutritionists that have maybe had a go and done it themselves and done a great job of doing it, but actually have, have done it at a scalable level and for other businesses. So really know what works and what, and what doesn't. And I'm really excited that that's what we can bring. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We've covered loads already, haven't we? Like, I feel like anyone who's listening to this right now is thinking, there's so much that I haven't thought about in terms of running my business. I hope that there are, like, we've been able to sort of open some, uh, give away some little insights into things that you can be doing to make your business a better business that's going to work for you. For anyone who's listening to this and it's the first time you've listened to our podcast um, and you're thinking, what can I do next? What do you both think is the next step for somebody? What would you love someone to go away from today and actually do in their business to take it to the next level? I think that if you know that you want to grow your own business or start your own business, it's think about what is your focus? What are you an expert of? Take the time to make sure that you really are an expert of that. And, you know, if if you're like me and you couldn't decide between the two, can you actually really afford to do the two? Um, I have made the decision and the assessment. And yes, I can. But it might not be appropriate for, for what you want to become an expert on. So it's decide what you want to focus on think about the bigger picture and and make sure that that's something that you're happy to focus on for the next sort of five ten years how about you Claire my one takeaway would be um when it comes to marketing you know a lot of the time I see dietitians nutritionists trying to focus on everything or trying to juggle every single platform because a lot of people will say you know the best marketing channel is Instagram or the best marketing channel now is TikTok or the best marketing channel is email marketing And actually, none of that is really correct or fair. And it puts a lot of pressure on a new business owner trying to juggle all these different platforms. But actually, the best marketing channel for you is wherever your audience is. And so to Joe's point, getting clear on your niche first and then bringing that into your marketing strategy and figuring out where your target audience already is, what platforms they're already engaging with, and not just thinking about an audience in terms of, a set age or a set condition but actually thinking about their behaviors their different pain points what kind of lifestyle they have where they might be where you might be able to reach them and really focusing on the marketing channels that you can actually manage in your day-to-day and not feeling the pressure to be everywhere all at once because it's just not going to be possible and you're going to probably burn out and I think when it comes to social media a lot of the time people feel like they need to be on every social media platform. But what actually matters is that you're, you're building the right audience. It doesn't matter whether you have hundreds of thousands of followers. I've worked with business owners that, have, that do have hundreds of thousands of followers and they're not making more money than people with hundreds of followers. And so I think that vanity metric of the number of followers kind of move away from that and building that core engaged community of the right people that might become your clients is way more important than looking at the numbers. So summarize, get clear on your niche first as Joe's point, and then bringing that into your marketing strategy and focusing down on the channels that matter. This is the, the word, isn't it? It's strategy. Um, for you know, One of the things, you know, we spoke about seeing your business as a business. Like, this is really important. And that's the thing I'd love for you to take away think about if your business is a business what does it need from you as a business owner to make it work and what Claire's just said about strategy is so key there are probably some numbers in your business 
some vanity, vanity metrics, which will be useful to track because it will help you to see your progress. But there are other really fundamental numbers which relate to what your business is earning for you, what it's allowing you, you know, what you can take out of your business as a business owner, how many clients you've got, um, how satisfied your clients are, figures that are going to help you to support, well, I'm in business for this particular reason. Um, is my business actually performing in the way, can I measure that I am achieving the values that I set this business up for in the first place? And I think we all need to get back to that and we need to, not be afraid to look at those numbers and know that we need to get somewhere and that it's okay to set some goals and work towards them. So I would love for you to think about if I'm a business owner, what what does my business need in terms of attention from me? And then put some time in the diary so that you are giving your business time every single week. That's the only way you're going to be able to make proper progress and know that you're making progress in the right direction for where you want to get to. Absolutely. And all of these things are going to be probably individual podcast sessions themselves, because we've got so much to say about each of these areas. And I think, you know, goal setting, mindsets, um, uh, you know, knowing your numbers, how to you know not be afraid of your numbers, thinking about the social media. I mean, that is, uh, you know, hands up, that is the area that is the biggest overwhelm for me. But you know what, I, you know, I don't have the biggest social media following, but my diary is pretty full so I know that I'm doing something right um, and I've got my strategy and I've got my plan and I'm monitoring it so I think it's been a really great first podcast and I think we're looking forward to being able to give you some actionable tips um, from each of our sessions from here on in so thank you for listening and we'll touch base with you soon.